Welcome to the Becoming Priority Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Woodard, and I'm so glad you joined me today. Here at Becoming Priority, I believe that we have to be intentional about making time for ourselves. Whether you need to carve out space for your spiritual, mental, or physical health, you are in the right place. Life is busy. Responsibilities are overwhelming. Sometimes, no matter how hard we try to make time for the things that are important, we forget to add ourselves to that list. It's a constant struggle, but I'm here to tell you that you deserve to put yourself first. And I'm here to encourage, inspire, and support you in becoming priority in your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Becoming Priority Podcast. This is Melissa, and today we are talking about quarterly review and planning of our personal goals. Y'all, April is fast approaching, and that means we've flown through the first quarter of the year already. I don't know about you, but this quarter hasn't really played out exactly like I thought it would, and honestly, most quarters never really do. So the end of a quarter is a great time for you to review the goals that you set at the beginning of the year. You can see what progress you've made, and pivot if needed. I often make very lofty goals at the beginning of the year, and sometimes I need to refocus on those, add in some new ones, or ditch some of them altogether. So today I'm gonna share with you some of the reasons it's good to review your yearly goals each quarter. Number one, you're in a different season. We often don't consider this when we are planning for the year ahead. But reality is we can be in a different season multiple times a year and that will affect how much you can focus on or even what goals are the most important ones at that time. Some portions of the year I am hustling with work. Some seasons I am needing to focus more on my health and family. We often expect that we can juggle it all in every season, but that is an unrealistic expectation that we put on ourselves. I can't enjoy a slow, quiet time in the morning when it's the busiest time of the year in my business. So I have to set a smaller portion of my day aside for quiet time in the morning and adjust so that I have more time to focus on work. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a season that I'm in. The second reason it's great to focus on your yearly goals each quarter is that by looking at your goals at the end of a quarter, it gives you a chance to experience new motivation and excitement that comes when we think about the goals that we set. Fresh starts don't have to happen once a year. Also, every goal we set for the year may not be able to be done all at once. Sometimes a goal doesn't take the entire year, or it may need to wait until other goals are already completed So quarterly reviewing and planning allows you to choose the goals that you're going to focus on in the next quarter based on where you are after the previous quarter is done. Number three, quarterly review and planning allows us to focus in more on our goals. If you're like me, you set many personal goals for the year. And sometimes we just forget what all we set. I have a vision board that keeps them all together but I still get sidetracked and forget what all I set. Reviewing quarterly allows me a chance to look back at those goals for the year and focus more on the ones that I may have forgotten about or add new ones that may be on my heart now. 
So how do I review and plan quarterly? I'm going to share those things with you now. The first thing I do is I ask myself, what were your goals for the year? Did you break those down by the quarter? Have you made progress on any? Have you completed any of them? Are there some goals that are no longer important to you? Is there a goal that would work better in the future? And what held you back from starting or completing some of your goals? You need to ask yourself and answer these questions honestly so you can better prepare for the next quarter. Really look at the goals that you set and question each one and then decide how you need to move forward with it or how you need to celebrate that you've already completed it. That takes us into number two. What were your wins and high points? Did you achieve something great like completing a fitness challenge, eliminating debt, or even improving your mental health? Maybe it was as simple as moving your body five times a week, or waking up earlier, or spending more intentional time with loved ones. Write down what you accomplished and how it made you feel. This is a great time to write down or think about the memories you made during the last three months. Look at the list of wins and high points and think about how you can integrate more of those things into your life going forward. How can you do more of what you enjoy in the next quarter? The third thing I do is I look at what were the lessons that I learned and what were the low points. Basically, you do the opposite of what we just discussed. What things didn't go well and how can you learn from them? Maybe you stopped meal planning and your budget is completely off track. Maybe you haven't been consistent with your time with the Lord or moving your body. Figure out how to switch things up to fix these issues. Find a new exercise routine or class to try. Look for an accountability partner. Make a new budget and make sure it's reasonable and actually doable. You're also going to think back on the memories that weren't so great. Maybe it was arguing with family members or working so much that you don't have time for yourself and those things made you feel bad about yourself. This is just a time for you to brainstorm how you can reduce the low points or the negative things in your life for the next quarter. The fourth thing you're going to do is make a game plan. Use the last few steps to make a game plan of the things you're going to switch up, remove, or need to add into the next quarter. This needs to be geared towards bringing in more good things and more good times and less of the bad. So just make a plan. You can do this by asking yourself and going through the next few steps. The fifth thing I do that takes me back and helps me make a game plan is I ask myself, what are you wanting to feel? What are you desiring to do? Ask yourself how you want to feel over the next few months. What are you desiring to do more of? Maybe you feel a need to slow down and you need some calm and stability in your life. Or maybe you're really seeking adventure, fun, and excitement and you want to plan some of those things into your schedule. Take a moment to make sure you work out what season you're in or entering and what you're feeling and that you're aiming to cultivate those things over the next few months. The sixth thing is new goals. You already have a list of goals that you set for the year. 
So all of these goals may not be new goals. They're just the goals that you're going to focus on for this quarter. Write down your goals for this quarter. Don't think ahead to the next two. Just know what you're going to focus on in the next three months. Where do you want to be at the end of those three months? How do you want to feel at the end of the next quarter? Make sure your goals are specific and relevant to the season you're entering and the things you want moving into the next quarter. Try to pick things that make you feel alive and excited for the next quarter and help you get closer to the overall goals that you set for yourself for the year. The seventh thing you're going to do is evaluate. What is the one thing you can achieve this next quarter that will change your life the most? All goals are good, but we have to remember that the more goals we have, the harder it is to achieve them all at once. I recommend picking one goal that you can focus most of your energy on and pick smaller goals to work on alongside it. Which goal, if achieved, would change your life the most? That's the one thing that needs to get the most attention this quarter. Write down a list of all the goals for the quarter. Take those goals and break them down into achievable steps. They're much more manageable when broken down into many victories, and it gives you motivation and spurs you on when you can do that. If it is something that you can schedule into your days, weeks, or months, go ahead and make a commitment in your calendar of the things that you need to work on and when. So one of the things that I needed to focus on in the first quarter was my taxes. So I scheduled in one to two hour slots of time throughout the week, every week, to focus on gathering receipts and looking for those things. That was a personal and, of course, a business goal for me, but it's something that I have to do personally so that we can file our income taxes on time. That's a very big goal. I don't want to spend three to four weekends focusing on that, so I split it up into smaller chunks of time that were more manageable throughout the quarter. And I have a couple more slots Moving into the next quarter, that'll help me wrap those things up. The eighth thing that you're going to do is determine a habit. What habit would you like to build? You picked your big goal and some smaller things that you want to work on this next quarter. So now you can pick your one big habit to work on. You don't have to do this, of course, but I highly recommend it. What is one habit that will improve your life in some way if you implement it daily? Maybe it's drinking more water, spending 15 minutes each evening reading to wind down, waking up earlier, going for a walk after dinner, memorizing scriptures, or maybe you just need to get into the habit of taking your medications on time and consistently. It really can be simple And we just want to make these habits become second nature, just like brushing our teeth. So really think about a habit that you could start implementing this next quarter that could make a big difference in your life going into the quarters ahead. That's it. That's all I've got. By following these steps each quarter, you can ensure that you keep your goals at the focus of your days instead of them disappearing as we move into different seasons and the day-to-day life we all live. This will also help you to recognize the good and bad times throughout the year and help you to focus on creating more good as you move forward into the year. We don't have control of everything in our life, and we never will. 
But if we take the time each quarter to look back and plan ahead, we can adjust our goals, make new ones, and completely get rid of some that we no longer need. So then we end the year looking back on how far we came and not disappointed because we didn't stick to what we planned in January. Let's just be honest. Sometimes we set a goal in January that means absolutely nothing to us by the end of the year. And we shouldn't be heartbroken that we didn't achieve that goal. It's okay to get rid of goals. Life changes. Seasons come and go. And goals need to change as well. So I hope that you'll take the time to sit down this week and review your first quarter and plan ahead for the next quarter. It really can help you to shape your life into exactly what you want it to look like. I hope that today's episode was useful for you. I hope that there were some challenging questions that made you think about how you should approach the goals that you're setting and the way that you, the lens or filter that you're viewing life through so that you can set goals that are meaningful and align with what you want for your life and not just what you think you should be doing based on somebody else's social media or somebody else telling you what to do. Your life needs to look exactly like you want it to look. Spend some time dreaming about what your average day looks like, what your average week looks like, what your average month looks like. How does that feel? By asking yourself those questions, you can really cultivate a life that is fulfilling, feels peaceful, even in the midst of chaos, and that has those aspects throughout the day, week, and month that just keep you grounded and focused on the things that are most important in your personal life and in your business if you choose to. I challenge you to do that this week. The quarter is starting over on Saturday and we'll be moving very quickly. You know how the end of the school year is for most. If you have children in school, the end of the school year flies by and before you know it, we'll be entering into the third quarter. So spend some time really planning out what the next quarter you want it to look like. Know that it's a busier season and maybe cut back on some things or try to plan in some more intentional time with your family as things fly by through this next quarter. Thank you all for joining me today. I hope that you have a wonderful week. And if you're planning your next quarter, I would love to hear what goals you're setting or changing or anything that came up whenever you're thinking about how you want to feel moving into the next quarter. Reach out to me on Instagram, send me a personal message, and I'd be happy to chat with you. Hope that y'all have a great day, and I will talk to y'all again soon. Hey friends, I just want to thank you for tuning in today. I hope that you were encouraged and reminded that when you take time for yourself to focus on your spiritual, mental, or physical health, it is not selfish. It really does allow you to show up better for others without losing who you were created to be in the process. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on Instagram and tag me at Becoming Priority. I would love to hear your takeaways. You can also leave a rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really does help to get the word out and build this community, and it means a lot to me. Until next time, Make sure you're taking the steps needed and carving out space for yourself because you matter and you deserve it.